Hey, so the last couple episodes and a couple coming up are really heavy. So it's summertime and I didn't really do that intentionally. It just kind of ended up that way with the dates and the way that things fell. And so I hope that you're sticking around here and you're not like, man, this podcast is really, really deep and heavy lately and I want summer fun. So we're going to do something fun for summer today. I had a request to talk about how to get your kids, maybe if they're really picky eaters, to start caring more about natural health. I am not a nutritionist by any stretch of the imagination, but I do have some tips that I've put together today that I think would be really, really helpful. And remember when it comes to eating and your kids, that I think sometimes it's a mindset shift that needs to take place. We don't eat for fun. Is eating and food enjoyable? Absolutely. It's one of God's greatest gifts. I think it's awesome that there's such a variety of foods and that we can make it different ways and we can eat outside and we can eat inside. And there's lots of, believe me, eating and mealtime and going to restaurants is one of my absolute favorite things. But we have to teach our kids from a really early age why we eat. And it is to fuel our bodies. So if you have little kids, especially if they're really picky, there might be a couple different ways that you can talk about it. You could, next time you get gas and you have your kids with you, maybe say, now today should we put water in our car or should we put sand in the gas tank? And they'll probably think you're crazy and they'll say, mom, (laughs) we have to put gas in the car. That is the only way that your car runs. But use that analogy Because how can we expect our bodies to work when we don't fuel our bodies? So here's one little tip. Ask your family, no matter how old they are, is this food feeding disease or fighting disease? Now that might be really too heavy for a child, but they can understand that you get sick even if they're one years old. That makes my tummy hurt. That makes me not feel good. If they're middle school, I'm sorry, like middle elementary age, they absolutely can learn that food is either good for us or bad for us and that it is either feeding us getting sick or fighting us getting sick. And so talk about the things that God made. So the other thing is, is it real or is it fake? And so take your kids to the grocery store with you. Pick up an apple. Did God make this or did do you make this in a factory? There is no factory that can produce an apple. It's impossible. Now, do they go through a production process where they gather them from the trees and probably spray stuff on them? And <laughs> does a plant get involved in the process? Yes. But there is not an apple-making plant that can only come from a plant, a tree. And so teach your kids the difference. Does this, is this a plant or is it made in a plant or a factory? Is it real or is it fake? And so when you start to teach them that, it'll be fun because you'll pick up goldfish, right? And they're going to be like, I like goldfish. I don't want to knock it. But ask them all of the ingredients that are on them, do they even know what that is, right? And so just teaching your kids really, really basic, is it real or is it fake? So then if they're helping at the grocery store and they're 
you know, helping you. I know that it takes more work. I, I remember I was there. I know that it is a lot to have them in the cart. They want to either hang on the side of the cart. I remember all of those parts of the process. But to make it a little game, the people probably are going to think you're crazy because you're going to be picking up all of these things and talking to your kids about them. But that extra education and them learning that is going to be such a gift for them for their whole entire life. So then when you go home and you're getting ready to maybe make lunch, lunch is a really great, easy one. Dinner's maybe a little bit trickier because you're maybe feeding older people and adults. But when you have little kids, you can be sitting there and now let's make sure that at least two of the things on our plate are real and maybe one is got some ingredients that are maybe not so real, right? And so maybe there's some goldfish, but there is a fruit and there's also a sandwich that has all real ingredients. So the bread has got all real ingredients. Hopefully it's not bleached and it's real bread. If you can teach me how to not get your kids to want white bread, I will pay you millions of dollars. <laughs> but talking about how we do has most of us do eat animals <laughs> and ham and turkey is real food and those are lean proteins okay so again this has got to be age appropriate but teaching them that this is real food this is fake food and then that's just going to make them understand more and try new things get some weird berries get some weird fruits have some experimentation in the kitchen that maybe they're going to like something even more Maybe they're going to cook the vegetables with you and you are going to let them use some soy sauce or some coconut aminos on them, right? And just getting them to be in, involved in the process goes a really, really, really long way. And then when my kids were little, I would tell them, they would say, well, I don't like it. And I'd say, okay, well, you have to t try something like a dozen times. I don't even know the exact number, but it's a lot of times to like it. So maybe you keep a little notebook of how many times they've tried something. And truly, truly, after 12 to 15 times, now if they're really strong-willed kids and they're going to hold, hold to it and just say that they don't like it, then you need to know that about your kid and maybe not do it. But I would say, well, it's going to take you 12 times to like it, so make this number six. <laughs> and make them continue to try something, cook it different ways, figure out different ways for them to like it. If that is using some dipping sauce, you know what? You gotta use, you gotta pick your battles. I have no problem with that. And then, so let them go to the grocery store, let them prepare the meals and be a part of the meal planning process. And then I absolutely think that it's okay to have a special treat as a reward. But you have to be fueling your body in order to give it a little bit of junk. And sugary things, sugary drinks, it absolutely change your taste buds. It messes everything up because who's not going to like all the fruits and all the sugars and all the candies compared to a vegetable, right? You can't mess with, with your taste buds like that. But maybe on Friday nights, if they have fueled their bodies, then you're going to have an ice cream party or you're going to make a special cake. And again, make that, make that part of the process so that they're understanding feeding the body, fueling the body, and that eating is to make our bodies function well. It's not just to be enjoyable. My fourth tip is to make smoothies. You can pack so much nutrition in a smoothie, and I read a book called Deceptively Delicious when my kids were little, and so it kind of is, is this premise. I used to puree 
I used to puree vegetables like sweet potatoes, spinach, all kinds of different vegetables. I'm sure that you can still find that book on Amazon. It was actually Jerry Seinfeld's wife and it was called Deceptively Delicious. But think of your smoothies as the same way. Put a bunch of things with a bunch of healthy fats like avocados, they're never going to taste it. Spinach does turn it a little bit green, but I don't know, just start really early making them eat green things. But putting peanut butter in things make it taste so good. Bananas, peanut butter, all kinds of yumminess. Sometimes they won't even notice a little bit of spinach or avocado then. And also some coconut oil. Coconut oil is a really healthy fat. The cooking oil, organic, you can get it at Trader Joe's or at the grocery store and slip a little bit of that in there so they're getting some healthy fats. And pineapple, just like in alcoholic drinks, pineapple hides anything. Pineapple hides things in smoothies. So again, I think that they would have fun if they were making it. And so if they have a really nutritious breakfast, I really recommend doTERRA's protein and doTERRA's greens. They are really good. Even their fiber, I don't even think the kids could taste the fiber. I think it tastes good. Of course, I have an adult palate, so definitely try it with them. But putting a bunch of really, really nutritious stuff in a smoothie is a really, really great way to be getting their nutrition in there. And that way, if they don't eat quite as much at dinner, then you know what? Let's pick our battles. I do think, you know, that's a whole other parenting discussion. <laughs> I do think that kids should have to try everything, not necessarily eat everything on their plate. But I do think that having dinner is a family experience and that you should all be eating the same thing. But that is just my opinion. I think that if you're making, if you're a short order cook and you're making four different things, it's not sharing in that family meal and that, sh in that family experience. Now, setting yourself up to have one thing at least that the kids do like, I would totally recommend. But again, so I don't talk tons and tons about nutrition. It is not my number one thing. But as a mom, I just think if our kids could understand real versus fake and how the body works a little bit and that it needs healthy fats and proteins and if we teach them the why, they're they're little people, they're little humans, just like you want to know why you have to follow rules. Sometimes kids have to follow the rule just because mom said. Sometimes it's really good for them to understand the why. And so proteins and healthy fats and real carbs, really limiting the stuff that comes in a package in a bag is so, so important. And then those things can be a treat, but not to put them as a treat like these are so much better than everything else. If you, if you eat all the stuff that you hate, then you can have something that you like. Let's really try to switch the narrative that it isn't all about what we like, but it is about what our body needs and what our body likes. Your taste buds might not like something at first, but your cells and your organs and your tissues and your muscles and your big muscles, right? They all need things that maybe your tongue has not caught up with yet. And so to teach kids how it works, I think helps a lot. So let's have this conversation over in the Well Facebook group. I always tag it in the show notes. So pop over there and if you have some some tips and tricks for how to get your kids 
if they're picky eaters or maybe your kids are now older but they were picky eaters, give us some tips of what has helped. <laughs> we all we all, all need it. I, with my seven-year-old stepson, we still have lots of drama at dinner time and <laughs> as we have blended our families, I'm definitely back into that again. My kids were always really good eaters and I don't know exactly why. I just... I just don't think that there was ever really an option. Like I never made a different dinner. And so they were just like, if they wanted to eat, they knew that was the option. <laughs> so I know that's easier said than done. Hang in there, mama, if you are at your wits end about it. But I hope a couple of these tips helped.